The Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab number 238 for Friday, January 22nd, 2010. Welcome to the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Cab. I'm Dave Hamilton, and today I'm alone, at least right now. Uh, John's not joining me today. This is our annual, it has become an annual thing, an annual interview with Paul Kent of IDG World Expo talking about the upcoming Macworld Expo. We do like to do this every year. I like to get the scoop on uh, what's going on with the Expo. We'd like to share it with you. And it is interesting, and, and I always find it valuable to get the scoop from Paul, A, because I really like him and he talks so enthusiastically about it, but B, he is the guy in charge. So you get to hear the vision of the expo from the people that are creating it. And I find going to a trade show, if you can kind of grok what the people that have uh, put it together have set out to do, kind of gives you an expectation set and it also kind of gives you a path to follow while you're there so that, uh, you know, you know, you're doing the, uh, the right thing. So without further ado, okay. So we are here with Paul Kent, who is the VP general manager in charge at IDG world expo in charge of Macworld expo. Is that, did I get your title right, Paul? That's a whole alphabet soup of what says on my business card. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. I, I really appreciate it. Well, I love being on here with you guys. You have had us, I think, every year that you've been doing the, this podcast, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's become a tradition. So cool. OK, so as most of our listeners know, and if they don't, Macworld Expo is coming up uh, at the beginning, sort of the beginning of February. Well, it, there's been lots uh uh, of coverage of Macworld Expo, and you've actually done quite a few interviews. Uh, but let's rehash just the kind of the, the the nuts and bolts of it. When, where, and uh, and all that stuff. So, so we're talking February now. It's February 9th through thirteenth, right, Paul? Yeah, February 9th through thirteenth. We've moved the show to February, whereas we're for the last twenty five years we were either the first or the second week of January. This is the first time the show has been in February. We moved the show mostly because everybody wanted the show moved. Sure. I mean, that first week of January for developers trying to get a product ready, you know, was problematic getting a pro getting a product ready through the holidays. Um, you know, it really put a very curt ending to the holidays for many people. Yeah. I, I guess a lot of people kind of saw Macworld as the last part of their, of their winter break holiday. But, um, but most people gave us, a lot of feedback that uh, February would work, other dates would work. They're kind of back in the swing of things. So February 9th through 13th, 9th and 10th are conference days. The conferences actually are all five days, 9 through 13. The expo is the 11th through 13th, which very important to note for you listeners, is a Thursday through Saturday. This is the first time in quite a while we've had a Saturday component. So if you can't get off of work or you want to come in for just a day on the weekend, uh, this is the first time we'll have a Macworld open on a Saturday for you. That's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And I, I, I too like the February thing. It, it makes life a whole lot easier, not only through the holidays, but it uh, allowed us to cover CES as its own thing. And then Macworld, as opposed to trying to do this straddle trip that always sucked. 
So, <laughs> so yeah, well, we'll just try to make it easy for everybody. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and and same place as it ever was. Now we've we've moved halls years, you know, year by year. It's always in like some different combination. Macworld Expo is in some different combination of, of Moscone there in uh, San Francisco. So where are we this year? Right. So remember, when you move dates, uh, you know, they're not just millions of dates and, and lots of availability at, at the Moscone Center is a pretty busy hall. So, sure. you know, the opportunity to move the dates came with a couple of limitations on how we could use the halls. But we're pretty happy with what we have. So all of the exhibits will be held in Moscone's North Hall. OK. And all of the conferences will be held in Moscone's West Hall. OK, so that's not so bad because uh, the, the West Hall definitely has better conference rooms than any of the other halls in uh, in Moscone there. And and it's easy enough to get from north to west. So you're not you're not crossing the street diagonally like we were a couple of years ago. That's right. So it's it's uh, easy to go across the street. Uh, the ambiance of West Hall, it is a little bit more comfortable, a little bit quieter, you know, so and there's, you know, a lot of conference attendees. So it'll be a nice uh, kind of separation for those people who are there specifically for the educational parts of it, as opposed to the people there who are only there for the expo parts of it. So I think the separation will work well. Um, and uh, uh the logistics of the layout, you know, registration will be where it's been for the past several years in um, in the North Hall lobby. I guess a couple of years ago we did have registration in the West Hall lobby, but um, this is going to be in the North Hall lobby where we've been most of the past 25 years. Yeah. Uh, and then right down the escalator and into the exhibit hall. Cool. OK. All right. So now that's that's the nuts and bolts. So uh, we know what's different about this show, or at least we know one thing that's different, and that's that. Apple's not going to be there. Now, we've known that for well over a year, and, and lots has been said about that. But what I want to talk about is what's new at the show? What's better? I mean, that, that obviously not having Apple there changes it, but it probably frees you up in a way and, and also allows you to experiment a little bit. So, so what, what do you got going on this year? So that question about what's new and what's different without Apple being a part of Macworld uh, is asked in many ways and uh, with a lot of intentions behind it. Let me just say this. Macworld as a trade show, as a conference, delivered some core values to the people who participated. There are certain things that we can control, that we design, that we deliver. And then there, of course, was the, um, you know, the kind of gravy on top of Apple's participation and doing things like an iPhone announcement or, you know, a new computer, a new piece of software announcement. But that was, you know, as is kind of Apple's way, they control their own ship and they've made that decision to pull out of all trade shows, not just Macworld. And, um, and, you know, they go and do what they do. So once you peel that away, what does Macworld offer the world? Where, what is our value proposition in the world? And there are three things that have been that value proposition. One is to create a compelling product discovery experience for people. So people come to Macworld. The number one reason people tell us year after year, why do they come to Macworld is to find cool new products, right? Yep. That's, that's the core of what Macworld does. And Macworld is the only event in the world where you can get a compelling cross-section of all of the Apple product ecosystem. So we have tons of Mac products, tons of iPhone products, tons of iPod products, and, you know, even some relationships to Apple TV products. So, I mean, that's really what, what uh, Macworld is, is product discovery. If you use an Apple product, coming to Macworld will help you 
use it better or find things to make it more enjoyable or more productive. So product discovery is a core thing that we do. We do education. We mentioned the conferences before. And so professional development. So we have this very, very vast, uh, varied conference that offers everything from beginner to advanced uh, training sessions for people wanting to use their, become a power user using their iPhone, become a power user using Snow Leopard, uh, become a better creative artist, become uh, use Max in their small business, uh, use Max uh, in their photography endeavors, all the way up to enterprise IT content. So we have this very vast, again, beginner to advanced content, lots of things going on professional development would be the second thing and then the third thing is um this kind of social uh, environment that is always associated with macworld and the social environment is everything from informal things to formal things so the informal things are the the group chats that spring up uh people just meeting each other and you know starting to talk about similar interests our birds of a feather sessions where people of like interest get together to you know impromptu dinners drinks the parties that happen at night that social environment as a place you know, you and I are musicians, so so the concept of creating something that is a hang, you just want to be around because other people of like interest and like skills are there. Macworld is a hang for people in the Mac community. We have people coming, you know, Don McAllister coming from England, Joe, Joe Kissel coming from France people coming from all over the United States because they self-identify as being part of the Mac marketplace and Macworld is the trade show for the Mac marketplace. And so fostering that social environment, much of it is organic, but much of it, you know, is planned. You know, for example, my dear friend Dave Hamilton and good <laughs> people at Back Meet Media, they throw one of the most outrageous, fantastic parties it's just it makes you feel good to be a member of the Mac community when you can go out and socialize. It is the thing that face to face provides that is different than all of the virtual relationships that we cultivate around the year. So Macworld serves the purpose to being that galvanizing, you know, central meeting place and marketplace and quasi university. And that's really what Macworld is. So that's all the background. OK, <laughs> so let, let's talk specifics and, and, and we'll go uh, kind of we'll walk through it a little bit here. You mentioned the improv two stuff. Now, I, as I was looking through the, the Macworld Expo website, I noticed that you're talking about kind of doing some uh, allowing some venues for that impromptu stuff, as opposed to all the cool things that happen on the floor in the hallways that that we all kind of know and love. Uh, it, you you've got something that you call hangout rooms. Now, what 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 exactly is that? Well, this is uh, based upon uh, attendee feedback. So attendee feedback said, we want to have more ways uh, to find people of specific like interest. So we've uh, set aside a couple of meeting rooms there. Uh, some of them are sponsored. Some of them are just open rooms where, you know, you can kind of poke your head in. There may be someone in there just lounging. You know, they're, they're basically lounges uh, that are set up by uh, interest category. And oh, so cool. Yeah. And again, this is just another way to kind of foster that um, like interest coagulation process. Uh, and, and we think it'll be particularly helpful. So we've done, you know, done them for educators. We've done them for IT people. They're, they're uh, an experiment this year to kind of help foster those kind of impromptu things. If you poke your head and you have one of these interests, you will be uh, you know, sure to find other people of like interest. OK, so, so we, we've kind of got a, uh, a, a tiered system because there's the there's the floor. Right. And, and I mean, the floor not the show floor, but the actual floor where people just yes. sit, sit and hang out, right? That's extremely impromptu. Then you've got these hangout rooms, which are slightly less impromptu, but still cater to just sort of an open discussion as to whatever's going on. Then you've got birds of a feather, which is something that's happened in the past and, and you're doing it again. It's Now, that's one night 
Is that right? Or one hour of one night where people just get together to talk about specific subjects, correct? That's exactly right. So, you know, uh, birds of a feather sessions are, you know, that's a very common uh, thing that many conferences do that they're right. basically saying, we're going to have a discussion. They're, they're always um, moderator led. So if, you know, everybody gets in the room and they're a little shy getting going, we'll have a moderator who's an expert on whatever particular subject is being offered to just kind of get the conversation going. These are not product pitches or sales pitches or anything like that. These are literally like if you uh, are uh, of this interest, come to this, take part in the discussion, add your voice to this discussion. Uh, you will make contacts. You will walk away enriched because you will learn things from your your fellow birds, so to speak. And um, and that's it's been a very successful and um, useful way to get uh, people of like minds together. And you know we love those programs, and we get. St- dozens of submissions of people who want to host birds of the feather sessions cool there's you know there's a there's a podcasters meetup that's one of our birds birds right. and feather sessions right very cool very cool and uh th- thus far the 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 hangout rooms and the the birds of a feather that's open to all attendees correct absolutely yeah these are free whatever kind of pass you have whenever you got the pass whether you got it when we had our our free registration in the past or or any of the paid registration options that we currently have going on if you're in MacWorld, all of these options are free to you excellent very, very cool. Okay, uh, let, let's let's talk about some of the other stuff that's free, and, and let's do some name dropping here, right? Because because you've got some cool people that are that are coming to speak at MacWorld, and if I'm not mistaken, your feature presentations are also open to all attendees. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. Any pass that you have, feature presentations are open to all attendees, and we've got. We have certainly the longest roster that we've had of feature presentations ever in the past. And that's, you know, when you ask the question, what's new? um, One of the things that's new is we really invested in putting together a compelling kind of keynote level uh, series of lectures that everybody can participate in. And it's, it's important to understand why we did that. Here's the thing. If you are a, a user of Apple products, if you're trying to evaluate if Macworld is worth your time to go, you just kind of think about what would be what would be a delightful thing. I mean, I think some of the people who are in our feature presenters, they, they presented with us in various ways in the past, but they're invited back because they're always great. I mean, David Pogue is going to open the event for us on um, Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Right. Entertaining as heck, man. That's that's the thing. It's just delightful. So, you know, even if you've seen him 10 times, the room is always full. He delivers the goods every time. It, it, you feel good about being a technology user when you see David Pogue speak. I mean, you just it is just an enjoyable thing. That's true. And that's the way, you know, for anybody listening, think about, you know, should I come on up? We've got a great show floor full of interesting products for you to find. But we also have all these, these events that um, are just, they're just a delight. So let, let me talk about those feature presentations for a while. Yeah. So David, David will open the show. Yep. With late night, late night with David Pogue, even though it's at nine a.m. At nine a.m. Sure, yep. of course. Well, you could stay up all night if you really wanted to to get the full experience. But it would still be early morning, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, sure, that's all true. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so David will open it. And actually, I just spoke to David yesterday. He's got some surprise guests that he's lined up that are really, really cool. Definitely techie in the know type of things. I mean, if, if you're a, if you're a techie in any way, shape, or form. 
the, the guests that he's bringing are going to really put a smile on your face. I can't talk about them because they, they're meant to be a surprise. But in addition to David and the song parodies and the magic tricks and the, all the you know cool things that he does, how funny he is, he also is bringing a couple of guests with him that's really going to make the event quite special. Very cool. So that's, yeah, that's David. We're also doing Macworld Demo Best of Show. So we've had a, uh, a record number of um, Best of Show submissions this year, over 120 submissions by our exhibitors of products that are new that they want to be considered. We will do the best of show along with Jason Snell and the editors uh, of Macworld, but uh, a, a select number of those best of shows will be selected by the staff of Demo. And for those who don't know, Demo is a is an industry conference that brings new products and new companies to market. They're doing a special version of it at Macworld. Again, open to everybody. So you're going to see six new products introduced to market that have never been shown before, uh, and that you'll be able to see at Macworld Demo. So that's pretty cool. And then in the afternoon, we go to Kevin Smith, who I think is really one of the one of the great storytellers of, of his generation. So, you know, he's the filmmaker of Clerks and Chasing Amy and Silent, Jay and Silent Bob. Yep. Brilliant, hysterical, a little bit on the R-rated side, on the far side of the R-rated side. <laughs> but, uh, okay. That's fair but, enough. Um, but, you know, forewarned is forearmed, and, and uh, you, you will have a good time. So it's an open Q&A with Kevin. You know, Kevin has a bestseller, a New York Times bestseller right now. He's been going around the country doing this kind of quasi stand-up, quasi Q&A um, session. He's yeah. a huge backhead. He, you know, a lot of his storytelling process gets conceived or, or um, executed on Max. And so that's going to be just really a lot of fun, hysterically funny. We had Kevin a couple years ago, and uh, he was kind enough to come back, and, and uh, we're really excited to have him. You, so know, you, can, you can always tell the value of a speaker by, uh, you know, Kevin is one of the few speakers I know of that sells DVDs of his speeches and, and actually makes money from it. So, so, you know, there you go, right? That's, that, that's how you know there's quality involved. Absolutely. It, it is really fun. Yeah. He's hysterical. So he that's yeah. another one. And then just to get through the rest of the list, you know, we just announced recently that famed Apple evangelist from the past, Guy Kawasaki, will be presenting. You know, Guy, of course, is a best-selling business author, you know, founder of All Top, um, you know, Garage Ventures. Guy is, is so well-known in the Mac marketplace. To have him come back for this kind of rebirth of Macworld as kind of an independent entity made a lot of sense to us. And his presentation is called Revolution from the Rest of Us, and he'll be hosting three developers and talking about innovation in, in, in product development and doing several demonstrations. It's going to be really, really wonderful. So Guy's a perfect person to have here at this rebirth of Macworld. Oh, that's awesome. It's also... Yeah, a, a guy, you know, it, it makes so much sense on so many levels. And then in addition, uh, this year is actually the 20th anniversary of Photoshop. And so we have multimedia expert David Biedney, who's written for most of the publications in the marketplace. David, uh, I, I was on with Alex Lindsay uh, and, and Leah Laporte the other day, and Alex actually shared that David taught him Photoshop. Oh, so, wow. you know, you kind of get an idea about how long he's been around and how how well uh, regarded he is. David will be demonstrating as part of this Photoshop 20th anniversary Photoshop one. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. OK, see, that's that's the kind of stuff that's geeky. Right. I mean, that's absolutely that's great. That's well, great. just think about it, like the last time you opened your package of Photoshop. Well, Photoshop one shipped on a single 400 K disc. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. That's yeah. great. So additionally, Leo Laporte will be with us. Leo will be doing our talk show called Macworld Live. Leo's got fantastic guests. So he's got Roger McGuinn from Rock and Roll Hall of Fame group, The Birds, who's also a big backhead, big techie. Um, we have um, 
uh, Adam Savage from Mythbusters, who's promised to blow something up in, in the in the room, so you don't want to miss that. And then he's also got Warp Eleven, which is America's premier sci-fi rock band. They, you know, they kind of like a tribute to to um, Star Trek in, in a rock band. So good, fun, geeky, interesting, compelling. You know, if you like technology, MacWorld is just a place where everywhere you turn, there's cool things happening. Cool. That's that's awesome. I mean, it it, it sounds like it, it almost sounds like we're going back to the geeky stuff, which has always been there at MacWorld, but oftentimes overshadowed. Right. So I, I, I like to hear this. This is good. Well, this is and, good. and that word overshadowed. Remember. It was certainly a lot of fun when Apple was with us, you know, evolving products. But remember, only about 2% of attendees got to go to a Steve Jobs keynote, right? Overwhelmingly, the number of attendees couldn't get in the room. And, you know, for a lot of people, the Apple booth was um, a good thing to have. But, um, you know, the Apple store is right up the street. Where the value that we can provide is to continue to put people back in touch with the joy of being an Apple product user, help them discover some product that will make them feel more productive, help them, help them just, you know, back to the roots of why we kind of all have kind of bought into Apple products in the first place. We feel empowered. We feel creative. Macro is a celebration of all those things, and all of these activities kind of bring it to life. So what we can do is help you discover products you've never found before, learn how to use your products better, and create just a really enjoyable hang where you're, you're under one roof with uh, 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 several thousand other people who have the same interest. Yeah, and, and I agree. That's, you know, there, there's a lot of reasons that I go. I was talking to Tim Robertson at OWC Radio this morning about all of this. And, it, you know, certainly there's many business reasons for, for me to be there and for a lot of us to be there. But, that you know, the thing I love the most is that sense of community and, and just hanging out with everybody for, you know, a week or, or whatever it turns out to be. Uh, yep. you, you mentioned products. So I, I, I want to talk about this because our listeners have asked about this. Uh, you know, our, our listeners are most interested here in the, the, the cool technology, the apps or the, you know, the kind of the cool hardware that's out there. In the past, we've seen Macworld Expo uh, kind of sort of be, start to become, some people have called iPod Case World Expo, right? Where really? I've, been, I've never heard that before. Really? Oh, well, <laughs> let, me, let me introduce you to the concept, Paul. <laughs> uh, it, so can you give us an idea of, of you know, what sort of ratio we're, we're going to see here? I mean, is it, it you know, is it going to be iPod World Case Expo again, or are we going to actually get some, you know, a, a, good, a good percentage of apps and and cool hardware well given the way that you've asked the question let me just start here okay okay so remember macworld is a mirror of what's going on in the apple products marketplace right Good point. so sure. in those years when there were a predominance of of ipod case vendors it's not like we took them over mac software vendors no. right sure our doors are open. If you make a product related to Apple products, you're welcome to exhibit with us. And so the fact that in a few of those years, we saw a lot of, you know, iPod utility type things, that's where a lot of the investment money, that's where, you know, a lot of competitive battles were being drawn. You know, people wanted to be known as the iPod speaker company or, you know, whatever it may be. Sure. So it's really anyone who wants to understand Macworld, Macworld is a mirror of what's going on in the Apple products marketplace. Now, that said, we always do try to lead, right? So, you know, we've done things like the Apple, um, the Apple Developer Awards, uh, we've always had a little area for them, or actually always the past three years we've had an area for them where um, 
where you know new innovative companies that are part of the ABA program would be able to come. So you know we always try to incent to make sure that there's an interesting product mix because we understand product discovery is a part of this. Sure. <clears throat> so <clears throat> this year, as you might imagine, most of the momentum over the past 12 months has been in the proliferation of iPhone and iPod Touch apps. That's really most of what you read about in most of the Mac press. What cool apps did you find, right? The marketplace is really dominated by the growth of the app store and, uh, and the interesting things going on. That's not to say that there's not cool you know, Mac software things going on or any other you know, aspects, but right now, uh, I, apps are hot, right? Yep, so absolutely. to that degree, we've built an area of the Macworld show floor called the Mobile Application Showcase, which as far as I can ascertain really is the first face-to-face um, meeting place where attendees will be able to try out apps, meet the developers of these apps, ask a lot of questions. You know, as as the app store model has kind of grown and stretched, where now you might have actual product categories where there's competition, app developers are needing to kind of find ways in addition to that single channel of delivery, the app the app store. Trying, they need they preaching, need to market. Right? Preaching to the choir here. Yep, absolutely. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember I do that other thing where we help these people advertise. So it's been exactly. interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So again, if we keep that in mind, Macworld is, is a mirror on what's going on in the Apple products marketplace. Apps are hot. Apps are at Macworld this year. And so we have uh, around 75 apps that will be participating with us so far as of this recording. And, you know, we saw it three weeks ago. Sure. So, you know, potentially we could get up to about 100 apps. You could spend a lot of time and, you know, this app area is kind of like a real cool startup city. You know, with some of the common characteristics, many app developers are very small organizations. They don't know a lot about uh, trade shows. We built this area where basically all these guys have to do is come in with an iPod Touch or an iPhone ready to, to do. We build everything out for them, and away they go. And so we think that, that there's going to be a lot of energy in that area. But we also have you know a lot of the very large um, developers that have supported the marketplace. You know, VMware, Microsoft, HP is there, um, Dr. Bot, other world computing. A lot of the large um, players in our marketplace are at Macworld, and then a lot of the kind of niche. But very influential and really kind of the, the soul of the marketplace. So, so the small developers, Max Speech, Rogue Amoeba, Boinks. I mean, you, you know, so you have a very interesting cross-section. We just passed 210 total exhibitors. Again, three weeks to go. So uh, you will find something you never heard of before at Macworld. It might awesome. be astronomy software. It might be some, you know, creative tool that you never thought of. There is a lot to find. So, and and again, with, with the removal of whatever Apple would typically announce in Macworld, what's left is all of these products that have something incredibly valuable to offer, and everybody can kind of see them more clearly, spend more time with them, get more, you know, more in-depth demos from them. And I think that's going to be, at the end of the show, I think that's what people are going to be writing about is, I got to spend a lot of time with a software developer I never heard of before, really interesting stuff. And you get a very good view of how this Apple products ecosystem works independently of Apple. Yeah, no, absolutely. My my favorite part of the of the show floor is what I call, and it's a term I use with endearment, and I would never ask you to use it, of course. But is the shanty towns, right? Well, like you said, the, the the little showcases where there's just a bunch of similar booths because they're for people that aren't there to build big booths and do crazy things. Their crazy stuff happens in their apps or in their products, and uh, I I love those areas because, like you said, there's always gems out there that that you just never see before, and uh, so I I always encourage everybody. You know, spend 
quality time in Shantytown. It's a good place to be. So yeah, I don't think we'll go with the Shantytown, but uh, I do get what you're, what you're saying. Not. Here. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, I can add on to that. I gave you that data point in the beginning of the interview where I said that um, the number one reason people come to Macworld is to discover new products. Uh, many people have the same interest. Most people have the same interest that you do finding that kind of cool thing that yeah. they can brag to their friends about that they saw first. You know, we get a lot of uh, developers at Macworld who are there. Um, trying to market out on a product they're thinking of bringing to market, right? Yep. Yep. So that happens quite a bit. So if you couple that that data point, you know, about the number one reason people come into Macworld, here's another data point. 90% of the products at, on a Macworld show floor are not available for purchase in an Apple store. Right. So, you know, yes, you may troll the internet and see something, but there's something to be said for the value of actually asking the developer for a demo, getting a, getting a demonstration from the guy who wrote the product. There's something to be said for the... Oh, the, yeah. I'll, I, and sincerity and altruism of of, uh, of learning about a product that way. Well, there, there's many products that I use on a daily basis that I just didn't grok until I had somebody demo it to me face to face. And where where better to have that done than when there's 200 people to demo their products and you know or more. So and that's the value that we offer the marketplace now. So like I said, it is a it is a meeting place. It is a marketplace. It is a university. That's what Macworld is. So if anybody asks me the question, you know, why Macworld? It's those three things. Cool. Well, uh, you know, I am someone who is actually looking forward to Macworld Expo without Apple. I know I'm probably in the minority there. The rest of the people are all just sitting on the sidelines curious. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a very good thing. So I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you coming out and telling uh, telling us all about it. The, the one I, thing I will add uh, is you, you mentioned that we're musicians and we do this party. There is the Cirque du Max 7 is happening on Thursday, February 11th. Uh, and if you want tickets, we have a link. You can request tickets, and uh, you know we, we we try and give priority to the listeners of the show. So uh, if you're so going, it's Cirque du Max Seven, but this is actually the ninth performance of the Macworld All Star Band, right? Oh, I think it's like the eleventh performance oh, of All Star Band, Paul. <laughs> I, we I, I'm pretty sure we hit ten last year. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we did we did the cooler right in New York, and then yeah. we did. Uh, the whatever it was, Eileen did another party in San Francisco at like the Lone Star Saloon or whatever it was called. And oh, yeah, then we, last last day saloon. That was it. And then we did two, at least two of the Your Mac Life parties as the All Star Band. So that's four plus seven is eleven. So you know, this is a chance for people to come. The vibe at Cirque du Mac is just so fun. It is. Uh, Pure joy, you know. Now, now that people know and look forward to Cirque du Mac, yeah. you know, me and you and Chris and and Dwayne Straub and Brian Chaffin and Chuck Latornis. I mean, and, and Bob, Bob Levitas, yeah. absolutely, Bob, Doctor Mac. So, you know, for people who don't know the history. We put this band together. The way it works is by email, we exchange ideas for what songs we think would be fun to play this year. Uh, we get together a grand total of one time a couple days before Expo, and we just spend four or five hours just blitzing through everything we're going to do. We pick the best, throw away the worst, and then we blow it all out at this party. The, the party is pure joy. It is just you. everybody in the room is in a great mood. You know, all the special things you do, you know, it's not called Cirque du Mac, you know, for no reason. All the, you know, the, the clowns and the 
trapeze people and the tattoo artists. It is a real wonderful party. And I hope as many people as you can get tickets to who are listening to this will come and enjoy it. We do our part with the music, but the whole vibe of it is really what the party's about. Yeah, it's it's the people that make the vibe. We're just there. We're just there along for the ride as far as I'm That's concerned. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much, Paul. Uh, I appreciate it. Again, Macworld Expo, February 9th through 13th. Exhibits 11th through 13th in San Francisco, California. I think there's still travel deals left. There's still hotels. You know, the economy is our friend there, right? You know, and, and, <laughs> That's right. Right? Right? Rates are low. So I think... I, well, we, we got we got flights, uh, cross country flights for like two hundred and fifty bucks the other day for a couple of the staff here. So I mean, it's That's great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. You know, it's unheard of, is what it is. Come hang with us at Macworld Expo, everybody. It's really going to be a great time. It's the first year without Apple. We're really launching something special, and uh, between the parties, the feature presentations hundreds of products in the show floor and and just being a great hang. If you love Apple products, it's a cool place for you to be. Cool. Thanks for coming, Paul. Thanks, Dave. And with that wrapped up, we're almost near the end of the show. John and I will be back on Monday, the 25th, uh, with a normal, regular Mac Keycab. Uh, as we mentioned there, Mac, Mac, hmm, Mac World Expo is February 11th through 13th. Cirque de Mac is on February 11th. Actually, Mac World Expo is the 9th to the 13th. The exhibits are 11th to the 13th. And Cirque de Mac is February 11th. We will have tickets for you. The link's in the show notes. Uh, sign up there if we have room we will put you on the list and uh, right now uh, you know we've, we've carved out some extra special room for you folks so please be sure if you're going to go to the show uh, sign up for this it's a great party we, we always have a lot of fun Cashfly provides all the bandwidth C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com the podcast marketplace this month includes the A2 desktop speakers from Audio Engine Yo Jimbo from Barebone Software PDF pen from Smile on My Mac, Notebook from Circus Ponies, and we might as well throw ourselves in there. Mac Geek Gab Premium from uh, John Braun and Dave Hamilton. All through the Backbeat Media Podcast Network. Folks, that's it. We're out of here. Thanks for listening. John and I will uh, we'll talk to you again on Monday. Or whenever it is that you choose to listen. Because that's how it works. Until then, have fun. Don't get caught. Made up.